mysterious-ish, contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. What's up? How are you? Oh, you know, we a bit tired, but we're good. We're here. I feel that. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Mm-hmm. You worked all day yesterday, didn't you? No. No, no, you didn't. Never mind. I remember. I know. I know you. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were. You had to make me think, though, and I was like, shit, did I? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, shit. Okay, listeners. So it is episode 19, which means that this week and next week are going to be your last episodes of season four, which means we're saying goodbye to our cryptids. Oh, big sad. But we have a huge season five coming for you, and I can't fucking wait. (laughs) Yes, it's going to be a spooky one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's your only hint. We'll come Mm -hmm. up with a cool, cute, fun way to announce it like we did with season four. And so your last episode will come out on July 25th. And then the first episode of season five will start September 12th. So we're going to take a little break and have a good rest of our summer. And then we'll come back and be fully into spooky season. Yes, I can't wait. I'm so fucking excited for spooky season. (laughs) I already want to decorate. Dude, I am already thinking about my Halloween party. Oh my god, yes. Like, I'm I'm already, like, finding things and planning, and I already picked a day. I love that. It's fine. I mean, it's Halloween, so it's not like you have many options for what day, but... (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Alrighty, well, I believe that is all of our business. So, uh, let's, uh, jump into my final episode. Your final episode. Caitlin, tell us all about it. Wow. Action. That was too game (laughs) showy. It was great. It was so beautiful. Thank you. So, uh, most of this season, I think we've stayed away from, like, the bigger, more well-known cryptids, just because they can be, like, overdone. (laughs) But we decided to finish out this season with a bang. And so for my final cryptid of season four of Mysterious-ish, I present to you the Loch Ness Monster. Yay! Yes, that's right. We are hitting one of, if not the, most well-known cryptid out there. So we're going to start with the basics. Uh, The Loch Ness Monster, who is lovingly referred to as Nessie is said to reside in Loch Ness in the Scottish Highlands. Highlands. Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. For those who don't know, Loch means lake. So it's <laughs> Lake Ness. Okay. Um, okay. The origin of Nessie's name is pretty simple. In August of 1933, a local newspaper published a sighting of the, quote, monster fish, sea serpent, or dragon. 
and the public settled on calling the mysterious creature the Loch Ness Monster because it's a monster living in Loch Ness. Beautiful. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, so there's quite a bit of history that comes with Nessie, but we're going to start at the beginning because that's the very best place to start. Okay, so we're going to start at the beginning with the first mention of her that made her a pop culture hit. So in May of 1933, a local newspaper called the Inverness Courier, Inverness Courier, that just rolls off the tongue, mm-hmm. printed a story from married couple John and Aldi, Aldi McKay, uh, claiming to have seen a, seen, quote, an enormous animal rolling and plunging on the surface of Loch Ness. They had been driving on the A82 in mid-April when they spotted the, quote, whale-like fish. The public became obsessed with the story, and Nessie became a media Nessie became a media sensation. Anyways, here's an excerpt from the Inverness Courier article that I will now dramatically read. <laughs> <clears throat> the creature disported itself, rolling and plunging for fully a minute its body resembling that of a whale and the water cascading and churning like a simmering cauldron. Soon, however, it disappeared in a boiling mass of foam. Both onlookers confessed that there was something uncanny about the whole thing, for they realized that there was that here was no ordinary denizen of the depths, because apart from its enormous size, the beast, in taking the final plunge, sent out waves that were big enough to have been caused by a passing steamer. That was the most dramatic news cl- newspaper clipping that I've ever read, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. They sure knew how to paint a picture in the 1930s. <laughs> also, um... This this little segment, both onlookers confessed that there were something there was something uncanny about the whole thing for they realized that there was no ordinary uh denizen of the depths. All of that is one whole fucking sentence. Oh my. It, there's like seven commas. <laughs> there's like seven commas. It's kind of fucking outrageous. But <laughs> talk about a run-on. Am I right? <laughs> Caitlin, you're not funny. Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, so, in later years, McKay admitted that there had been mutterings of the lock housing a mysterious beast. The original article did state that, quote, Loch Ness has for generations been credited with being the home of a fearsome looking monster. So, maybe the McKays, like, saw something else and their prior knowledge led them to believe it was the monster in the lock. Like, um, confirmation bias. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe they were like, oh, look, a log in the water. It must be the monster that everybody says lives in this lake. Right. I do sense. truly believe in Nessie. So. Oh, for sure. Like, there has to be something. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Ooh. So before this sighting, there were historical references to a monstrous sea creature living in Loch Ness. Even one dating all the way back to 500 AD. What? Uh, this report comes from an Irish monk, of all people, and his name was St. Columba. He stayed in the land of the indigenous Picts. Picts. Sorry. When he saw locals burying a man by the river Ness. 
Um, when he asked what happened, they told him that the man was attacked by a water beast while swimming in the river. So Columba sent one of his own men to investigate said water beast. (laughs) And, uh, that, that gives, uh, Zach Bagans. I'm just saying, Aaron, go swim in the river with the giant scary water beast that has already killed a man. That's my Zach Bagans impression. That was, that was very good. <laughs> Although, if I wanted to do it really, really right, I would have slowed it down really slow. <laughs> Anyways, um, Zach Bagans don't sue us. Only Columba actually protected his man when he approached the beast. Uh, Columba made the sign of the cross, cross and said to the beast, Go no further. Do not touch the man. Go back at once. And the beast stopped as if it were, quote, pulled back with ropes. And it fled. So, I mean, when Zach Bagan sends Aaron in to go check something out, he doesn't, like, uh, the power of Christ compels you and, like, <laughs> yell at the ghost. But at least St. Columba had the, had the decency to sort of protect his man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Bagan's take notes. Anyways, I was watching um, Ghost Adventures the other day, and it was just like on as background noise, but it was only, I was started at like episode two, not because Bobby Mackey's is episode one, and I've seen Bobby Mackey's episode like 4,000 times, so I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> right. But it's just, he's just, he's very extra. <laughs> That's all. Uh, so the next written account of the Loch Ness Monster comes from a man named D. McKenzie in 1871 or 72. He claims to have seen an object resembling a log or upturned boat, quote, wriggling and churning up the water. It moved slowly at first and then very quickly disappeared into the water. However, Mackenzie did not report this publicly until 1934 when the popularity for the creature had already increased. I hate when they do that. I mean, I understand, like, I get it, but it just seems very coincidental. Right. It gives skeptics uh, some ammo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in 1888, a mason named Alexander MacDonald, because we are in Scotland. Ooh, Scotland. Mr. MacDonald, MacDonald, not Mick, MacDonald spotted a creature in the lock about 50 yards from where McDonald stood on the shore. He described the creature as looking like, quote, a large stubby-legged animal, similar to a salamander. He reported this strange creature to the water bailiff, and that was that. (laughs) Between that sighting and the McKay's in 1933, there wasn't much attention paid to Nessie, but... After the McKays reported their sighting, other reports of the monster came flooding in. Amongst these reports were George Spicer, Hugh Gray, and Arthur Grant, all reporting between 1933 and 34. So George Spicer and his wife saw, quote, a most extraordinary form of animal. Dear God, Loki. What the fuck? Sorry, did you hear that? Was that him? Yes. He he does this thing. Did where, he scream? No, that was the bathroom door. Oh, my thing. God. 
I was like, Erica, your cat is a demon. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> uh, he does this thing where he goes into the bathroom and he'll shut himself in. Oh, like, he closes Loki. the door. <laughs> but he can he can open it, so it's he, it's fine. But we just might hear another demonic scream. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> George Spicer and his wife saw a quote most extraordinary form of animal cross the road in front of their car. Uh, they said it was about four feet tall, but <clears throat> 25 feet long. Uh, yeah. It uh, had a long, wavy, narrow neck, slightly thicker than an elephant's trunk, and it was as long as the road was wide. Just the the neck. Mm. Oh, so just oh. his neck. So to me, I'm thinking, oh, and this actually comes up later. Uh, plesiosaur, like the dinosaur, you know, oh, or like yeah. a like a break. Uh, fuck me, what are they called? The brachiosaur, the one with the long brachiosaur. <laughs> there it is, bronch. But there it is. That one. I'm not gonna say it because I fucking suck. I am a stegosaurus. That one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why do we keep coming back to dinosaurs? This is like the third or fourth time this season that we've talked about dinosaurs. <laughs> we love dinosaurs. I guess they just. I guess At they least just. I do. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I love, I love dinosaurs. I, I guess want... they just uh, feel very similar to cryptids, so that's probably why. But I guarantee right. dinosaurs will come up again in every season we ever do. Oh, for sure. Um. So dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Uh. So the the creature that George Spicer and his wife saw had no limbs, but it lurched across the road between the lock and left a trail of broken undergrowth in its wake. So it's just like crossing the street and destroying bushes and trees and 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 breaking shit. But it's like a giant snake because it doesn't have any arms or legs. I love snakes. I pet a snake at the zoo the other day. It was oh, so cute. I love that for you. What kind Thanks. of snakes? It was a, ch- I think they called it literally a children's snake. That's what it was called. What? Yeah. I never was knew it that. Big? No, it literally was like, uh, well, I mean, like, it was bigger than the hand, but it was like big enough where it comfortably like wrapped around your hand and could like sit there, if that makes sense. Oh, like a corn yeah. snake. Yeah. It, it was it was little and it, like it was kind of like black and it looked like it had like little cheetah spots on it. That's so sweet. I love yes. snakes, but Dylan won't let me get one. <gasps> Rude. He won't let me get anything. He hates me. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I literally so spoiled. <laughs> the only thing he won't let me get is like animals because we can't afford them. <laughs> I'm just a spoiled brat. It's fine. Oh, same. <laughs> Um, yeah, so snake, breaking shit, giant, 20 feet long, 25 feet long, but I don't understand how it stood four feet tall, if that's the thing. I'm trying to comprehend that myself. Like, maybe when it, like, does its little worm archy thing, it sort of just, like, arches itself into four feet tall, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know that's how a worm does it and not a snake, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. I don't care. So Spicer said that this was, quote, the nearest approach to a dragon or prehistoric animal I have ever seen in my life. It was also <clears throat> carrying the body of an unknown dead animal. What? And was moving rather quickly. So uh, it gives snake 
to me. It gives giant fucking snake. Oh my God. Maybe its body was four feet in diameter. And like, that's what it means by four feet tall. So like its body uh-huh. is a circle. And then uh-huh. if you cut it in half down the middle is four feet. So like when you stand right next to it, its body is four feet tall, like oh. off the ground. Mm. Yeah, that's probably what it meant. Mm. That's fucking, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's got, bleh, <laughs> if it's 25 feet long and oh, fuck. Oh, you know what it gives? Hmm. The Alaskan bullworm. <gasps> the Alaskan bullworm. So many tangents. I have so much shit to do today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything is fine. Okay. Um, so the publishing of Spicer's story is actually the, the story that led to the name Loch Ness Monster, the one that I said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So Spicer was that story. Um, Hugh Gray claims to have taken a photo of Nessie and was allegedly the first photograph of the creature. It was very blurry, and if you look closely enough at it, it looks like a dog fetching a stick from the lake. Is it the most... Is it, like, that very popular... No, 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 no. no. We'll talk about that one in a minute. Oh, oh, okay. okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. It's not that one. It's not that one. But uh, some others say that this photo from Hugh Gray is an otter or a swan. And when when further investigated, the photo looked very similar to that of an, quote, otter rolling at the surface in characteristic fashion. So that's been debunked. Okay. And uh, we will get to the other photograph that you're thinking of. Okay. Um, Arthur Grant claimed to have nearly run over the Loch Ness Monster in January of 1934 on his motorcycle. Which, if this thing is uh, four feet off the ground, how in the fuck would you run it over? I think you would be more likely to run smack into it. Mm -hmm. Not going to happen. He said it was about 1 a.m. when the creature was crossing the road back to the lock. Uh, Grant says that the creature spotted him and then went back into the lock. He described it as being a cross between a seal and a plesiosaur. Okay, yeah. When he followed it back to the lock, he only saw ripples. So it just disappeared. Mm. Now, finally, the big one. So when you search Loch Ness Monster on Google Images, the first five photos are the most famous photo of Nessie. This one is called the, quote, surgeon's photograph, and it was thought to be the first photo of Nessie's head and neck. Um, And yes, it's the one that you're thinking of, the one that we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. It was supposedly taken by gynecologist Robert Kenneth Wilson, except I missed the second E in Kenneth, so it's just Kenth. Kenth? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And um, it was published in the Daily Mail on April 21st, 1934. Wilson, however, refused to be associated with the photograph, so it was just called the surgeon's photograph. Uh, Wilson claims that he was looking at the lock when he saw the monster, so he grabbed his camera real quick and snapped four pictures. Only two came out clearly. Um, One shows the creature's head and back, And the other shows the same thing, but the head is in a diving position. 
So like the thing was getting ready to go back under the water. Mm-hmm. For 60 fucking years, this photo was thought to be solid proof of Nessie's existence. Skeptics, however, dismissed it as being driftwood, an elephant, an otter, or a bird. Or a I don't bird. I don't think that elephants exist in Scotland, but Okay. Yeah, I was about to I mean, I don't know either, but I was like, that's kind of, I don't know. I don't know how you uh, let's Let's find out. Are there, go to Google. Google. Go to Google. Google. Google, Google is our friend. Are there elephants in Scotland? No elephants are not active to, na- oh, fuck me, active. No, elephants are not native to Scotland, nor can they be found in any other part of Europe except in zoos. Hmm. So I don't really know how it could be an elephant, but you do you, skeptics. (laughs) So the photo is frequently shown as, like, cropped to make it seem like the creature is much larger than it actually is. The original photo, uncropped, actually shows the other side of the lock with the creatures, like, standing in the middle. And, um people who analysts who have analyzed this photo say that the ripples are consistent with uh smaller ripples like caused by a smaller creature or smaller object than um the larger waves that would be caused by a large creature or object so upon further analysis of the photo negatives uh it is now largely believed that the photo is a hoax Um, The object causing the ripples is thought to be about two to three feet long, not the tens of feet that people thought that the Loch Ness Monster was. So that one's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Uh, There have been many attempts to search for Nessie, uh, just to name a few. In 1934, Edward Mountain paid for 20 men with binoculars and cameras to sit around the lock from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. for five weeks. What? Why the fuck wouldn't you do it in the night, too? Right. Do shifts. Have 10 during the day and 10 at night. Or do 30 and do 10 for an eight-hour shift. 10, 10. Like, why would you just have for just, like, that's not how that. Right. I mean, I am no expert or anything, but I feel like if you're going to see somethings, it's going to be more likely during the night. Right. Exactly. That just feels really stupid for them to only be out during the fucking day. So 21 photos were taken during this five-week period, but none of them showed anything because it's the middle of the fucking day and why the fuck is the Loch Ness Monster going to come out? Mm -hmm. So zoologists believe that anything seen in the films was possibly a gray seal. Um, In 1987, Operation Deep Scan... Oops. began with uh, be, uh, with 24 boats with echo-sounding equipment being deployed across the lock. According to BBC News, the scientists made sonar contact with an unidentified object of unusual size and strength. Analysis of the echo-sounder images found it to be debris at the bottom of the lock. So both of those searches were, they came up with nothing. So mm-hmm. that's sad. And finally, in 2018, scientists tried to make a catalog of all of the living species in the lock by extracting DNA from water samples. 
So they claim that this was not to find Nessie. They claim that this was to just have an idea of what creatures were living in the lake, but I don't fucking believe them. Right. Uh, They were able to discount the thought that it would, that Nessie could be a large fish species, such as like catfish, sharks, or sturgeon fish. Um, as well as the thought that it may might be a prehistoric plesiosaur because they were never able to find any DNA of, like, a plesiosaur. But I don't know how long DNA lasts in water. And if a plesiosaur hasn't been around for hundreds of years, how would you fucking know? Right. So they did, however, discover the presence of a large amount of eel DNA leaving people to think that Nessie may just be a very large eel. Well, that's one big-ass eel. Yeah, one big-ass eel who comes out of the water? Mm. What? The land? Yeah. Like, oh. I wonder if they found snakes. They, I know they, the article that I read said that they found, like, human DNA, dog DNA, um, deer, bear, like, all sorts of wild animals and shit. But no, nothing like that could conclusively be something that people have thought Nessie is. Like, I guess I don't know if they found, because I know uh, one of the theories was that Nessie was just like a seal. Um, But I don't know that they found that DNA either. Hmm. So I don't fucking know. I think that Nessie exists and I think that she is harmless and we should just leave her the fuck alone. Second. It's not like she is, like, capsizing boats that are on the fucking lock and, like, murdering people. Like, right. leave her alone. Yeah. Leave Nessie alone. Leave Nessie be. <laughs> Sorry, that was really stupid. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm glad someone someone likes my stupidity. Yeah, because you like mine, so we match, bro. (laughs) That's why we have a podcast. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, that is all that I have for you listeners. Uh, Erica, do you think that Nessie exists? I do, and I'm not going to lie. Whenever I thought of Nessie, I always thought that she was, like, huge. I did, too. And I think that that lends uh, to the the picture. Mm Mm-hmm. But, oh, you know what I should have done? I should have looked up how big Loch Ness is. How big is Loch Ness? Like a water horse huge almost. Yeah. Honestly, that's like when I think of Nessie, that's what I think of. That movie. So Loch Ness is 21 and three quarters square miles. 37 kilometers. Oh, it's really long. It's like oblong. Like Mm. Nessie. Oh, there's the A82. Thanks, Google Maps. (laughs) It's not very big. Oh, when you scroll, when you zoom in, it says Loch Ness, large lake famed for a folklore monster. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't look very big. Maybe I'll post a picture of Loch Ness, like the the shape of it and everything, because it's kind of awkward. But yeah, so there you are for episode 19, listeners. Um, We will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye forever. 
Thank you for listening to Mysterious Ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Mysterious Ish Pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at mysteriousishpod at gmail.com or visit our website at mysteriousishpod.com. Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe.